Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. That's Hey guys! Hello! October is here. Halloween is coming so soon and I'm so excited. It's my favorite holiday. Listen to my song, it's so cringy and cute. And I'm a Disney adult. Can't believe you said that out loud. Like, that's supposed to be your guilty pleasure. Yeah. Guys, Sarah's like literally Disney adult. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing though. I'm not, I'm gonna like defend myself a little bit. Um, How are you gonna do that? I don't know. I am trying to think of it. Oh, yeah. I'm not a Disney adult in the way where I, like, like go to Disney every other week and, like, collect every single pair of Mickey Mouse ears on planet Earth. She just tagged me in a giveaway for some ears. I was like, what are you going to do with that? I'm trying to... Can you, can you tell I'm trying to lie? This girl literally oh. watches Disney vlogs, follows Disney blogs, has Disney alerts on, follows Disney influencers. I get Disney newsletters. Has, you can't forget the newsletters. Newsletters. Has Disney merch, has like Mickey stuff animals, and watches Disney movies every single day. So okay. ain't no defendant that you're not a Disney adult. That's so funny. Fine. Fine. 
I th- I do think there is one thing that differs me from every other single Disney adult out there, and that is I do not wear Disney merch except for ears. You have Disney the orange World. shirt oh, to Disney World, but to you Disney. wear every other one. <laughs> That's what's scary. Shut the fuck That's up. That's what's scary. Sydney does not have my back, but I'm trying to lie to you guys. Just kidding. I'm so dead. I wasn't trying to lie. I love you guys. Keep it a secret. I'm it's dead. just between us. Um. Sarah has decked out our apartment. She, I left the house to watch the Yankee game. Yeah. When I came back, it was like I walked into a haunted mansion. And, 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 most importantly, she got me cheddar cheese Pringles, and I, I literally almost cried. You haven't updated that Hound Day still Halloween, fake Halloween fan. So today, as promised, we read chapters one through three of Why Men Love Bitches from Doormat to Dream Girl, A Woman's Guide to Holding Her Own in a Relationship by Sherry Argov. Book club. Book, 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 book club. Making reading hot again. I'm going to keep saying that until everyone hates me for saying that. <laughs> and we also want to make just another disclaimer because we said this in past episodes, but I think it's good to say it quite often, is that uh, we're going to keep doing this for a while. Like every mini-sode, we're going to keep talking about the next few chapters. But just like another thing, another thing, is that you don't have to read along with us if you don't want to because we're going to uh, relate everything we read to like real life experiences and we're going to like they're real life experiences like we're, it's literally about like women in relationships so you can relate to it no matter whether or not you read the chapters we encourage you to read the chapters like men can learn from this too oh yeah master. thank but you also we're making we're like the sexy spark notes yeah so if you have to read this book for class just listen to our podcast instead to be honest i'll say what class are you reading this for but true you're smart gender studies i don't know also we're definitely like not sponsored by this book oh yeah and like i will give my honest opinion of what i think about the books i do have some opinions on it mm-hmm. but this is just like guided reading it's like it is like a bestseller and it's like a raise the top 10 book to read about relationships and it's like gone viral and stuff so we wanted to do our own little ticky take on it so yeah you don't have to read the book to follow along we're just like using the book as a guideline for discussion yes i love it i'm very interested in hearing your opinion on attraction principle number one anything a person chases in life runs away okay yeah so just explain like in the chapter way that she does it is like she discusses like a very general topic per chapter but then like breaks the content down into like simplified like little trite uh, captions mm-hmm. that she calls attraction principles so basically like the bolded uh synopsis of what she's about to talk about so we're like doing it by attraction principles or ones that we think like are most um attractive anyway ill can we just say it like that Love um it. okay before disclaimer before we even start my opinion on the book so far is that i do think it's a bit regressive just in my opinion it's very like oh my god like men should need to crawl on their knees for you like whenever one it's very heteronormative which like i guess i expected it's literally called women love bitches and she uses bitches like like we use bitches not like bitches as in like bitch whatever and then also i think that like it is a bit like make him chase for it like i don't ever i say this every episode i do not advocate whatsoever playing games i think it's so stupid and a waste of time and she says a lot that she's not advocating for that but then she advocates for it for the next 10 chapters Mm -hmm. so that's just my disclaimer about how i felt the book but i do think she does talk about a lot of things that like as standalone facts are like very relevant like how you should see yourself in a relationship I want to make a disclaimer too now because that was really... We love the word disclaimer. Yes, because when, you know, you saying that reminded me that when I was reading this, I was thinking like that and also the book, 
I love it. I really do like it. Like, it's an interesting read. I was never bored. She's really engaging. And that, I think, is very rare in books nowadays. And why a huge reason why I don't like reading is because I just find it dull. And this was the opposite of that, which I liked. One thing that I really didn't like, I don't think... And I could be just reading this wrong. And me and this woman just might not be compatible in this thought which is fine like everybody has their own opinions like I'm not saying she's wrong but at the same time I think that she's saying here's how you need to act in relation to a man like there's nowhere in the first three chapters at least like maybe she gets to this later where she's like she puts a lot of emphasis on do things for you do like she says be independent but only in relation to getting chased by a man or to letting a man fall on their knees for you it's not really like do stuff because you like enjoying it do things like not in relation to a man and maybe that's just the way I think I'm not saying that's wrong I just like as I was reading it I was kind of like well this is great but also we should be teaching women to do things like solely for selfish purposes because all too often women are told to be polite and do things in relation to men like always in relation to men and so yeah I agree yeah yeah okay. yeah Past yeah. disclaimer time. Sorry. Attraction principle number one. Number one. Which I thought was so ironic and funny because the principle is anything a person chases in life runs away. Because Sarah literally always says to me is, what do you say? <laughs> oh, I say like, let them chase you. Like, don't chase them. Yeah. You say you say it in like a way though. I say, yeah, I do. I know what you're talking about. What I just can't I think have? of the way that you say it. Let usually. me think. Let me think for 30 seconds. Oh, you say you don't chase, you attract is what yes, you say. Yes, yes. Oh, you figured it out. Whenever I like talk to Sarah on problems that are like plentiful, she always, in terms of my relationships, she's always like, uh, you don't chase, you attract. So I think that like that was just funny. That's how the book opened because she says that to me all the time. I was like, damn, did Sarah read this book already? <laughs> but um, I kind of agree with the way that she put it is in a more general broad sense is like, or at least the way it applied to my life is that a lot of times I feel like women are forced to do all of the work in the relationship. And I think that what we don't really discuss or like people just assume isn't true is that like relationships do take work. Like they're not supposed to be easy. Because if they were easy, it wouldn't necessarily be worth it, you know? Because like obviously you're not saying you'd be fighting all the time, but like being with someone, loving someone, being open with someone, being vulnerable with someone, all of that takes work. Because not everyone comes to a relationship like 100% fully like ready to commit etc like it takes work to get to a place where you can rely on one another and like be you know healthy yeah be together be in a way that's like helpful or beneficial for both of you so i think in that context i think whenever there's like a really big problem in my relationship that's not my fault <laughs> just all of them <laughs> just literally all of them i always do the chasing and it's like i'm joking they're not literally all mine not my fault but I'm saying that like in any situation whether it is my fault or not I feel like uh because I want the relationship to work I always do 100% of the work I don't allow the other person to come to me to apologize to like um show me that they're gonna change their actions I just automatically forgive and forget and I do all of the work going forward to make sure that we're in the right place so in other words I'm chasing them and even when it comes to like guys I've met like through Bumble or whatever where like I really want the relationship to work out I'm always the one texting first and calling first and making plans things like that I'm chasing but it's like I think that not just men but anyone in general they find value in things that they exert energy and work into 
So it's like, if I spend 30 hours on a project, I'm gonna care a lot more about it than if I spent five minutes on it. You know, if I'm invested in it, I put work in it, I put energy into it, I'm gonna like obviously find more value in it. So I think that's what she kind of means with this principle, which I completely agree with is that like, relationship needs to be not necessarily 50 50 because that's not realistic because sometimes you're gonna have to give 70 sometimes you should be giving 30 depending on where you are in your life and like how your dynamic works but i think that it needs to be an effort that's put in by both people in a way that um there doesn't need to be a chase or a game it's something that comes naturally you know yeah i completely agree because you know i also agree that if i have to put more energy into something that i will also value it I will also value it a little bit more. At the same time, to me, there's nothing more refreshing than somebody laying all their cards out to me on the table. I mean, obviously I'm not talking on a first date. You sit down at an Italian restaurant, get the bread and olive oil, and you start telling me all about your childhood and how your dad was mean to you. Like, I'm not saying that, but I think I'm more saying like, making your intentions clear, not pretending you're something you're not, not being really deceitful, honestly, because I know in my experience, I've encountered men who, are pretending to be this player and in reality they're just this big sweetheart teddy bear so I don't really find that appealing but I do understand what she means and I think in the context that you were explaining it if that's what she meant I totally agree I want to go to attraction principle number three which is very similar a woman is perceived as offering a mental challenge to the degree that a man doesn't feel he has a 100% hold on her what do you think about that this is like where the game thing starts yeah. to starts to get to me. It's like how she kind of at least how I like uh received the information is that she was kind of saying that like men want to see women as a challenge and like they're attracted to the challenge, which is the same like same way or rephrasing of when your dads are like, Oh, men just love the chase. You know, like they like to put the work in to get to this ultimate goal which is the cookie as my mom would say whether it's marriage partnership whatever but if you are literally cooking cleaning literally laboring for this man then like he feels like he has to put no work into the relationship to make it work you know like everything he could need or want is right there already so like where's the quote-unquote fun or journey in that you know and like I do get that I understand that because like think about when guys come on like too strong it really puts me off yeah, and I know that egg. so but I do the same in, in return like I'm wanting to plan dates and text you over five minutes and things like that so I think she's just advocating for like slowing down and like letting a man not aspire to see those parts of you but knowing that those parts of you are valuable and they deserve to be you know worked for like you shouldn't just be like get this man some popcorn she says that's it that's your that's your cooking right there give him a bowl of popcorn it could be burnt it doesn't matter that's your first like step the whole four course meal four course meal four course meal cooking cleaning laundry that's something that needs to be aspired to on his end by especially household chores you're so right like the physical labor of doing stuff like that for sure like uh-uh. you're just giving it's, it's like not giving too much but it's like those are parts of you that are valuable and deserve to be worked towards yes i also one thing that i don't really like about the book to be honest is that she uses really really negative language when it comes to girls who aren't the dream girl or the bitch that she likes to say like she references a lot of times that they're doormats and like you know what i mean like, yeah that's I just, literally I don't really like that because it's just more like 
if you're telling a girl like if a girl like that is reading this who does Coco Six Course Meal on the first day like that's not really gonna be but no it's not you really no no yeah but how long have you no 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 I'm just saying I just did cook him dinner on the first second date but it's funny though because I was reading the opening paragraph and it was describing like uh, the doormat and I was like, girl, it's like reading my life back to me. Uh, it was yeah. so bad. Well, I, but I do agree think... that she's so she's very negative about that kind of person. Yeah, like, I nice. think she I think there is like kind of a layer of sugar that needs to be laid down or just even like a you should change. You know what I mean? She doesn't even say that. She just calls you names, which I don't really like. I mean, I know she's probably just kidding. It's not in any serious manner. But at the same time, it's just interesting. Okay, Speaking of that. Um, um, so this is one principle I had a problem with. Principle number five. It says if you start out dependent, it turns him off. But if it's something he, can, he can't have, it becomes more of a challenge for him to get it. Like, I get what she means in the sense that, like, if you're too needy coming off, like, the front end, like, you need him to text you and call you for five minutes and, like, bring you food and, like, like it's too much. But I hate that it's, like, if it's something he can't have, he can't have your attention or time, like, it needs to be a challenge for him. Like, why can't we just chill in the beginning, get to know each other, and then, like, when we get to a point where we can become, quote-unquote, I shouldn't, I wouldn't say dependent, but, like, to a place where, like, we can have that kind of relationship where, like, I will call you every five minutes and things like that. That's cute at that time or whatever. That's one thing. But, like, he shouldn't be aspiring for me to be dependent on him. Ew. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about that. I agree. And then... Number six is it is your attitude about yourself that a man will adopt, which I actually I really like that agree one. with. I like this that one a lot. This was definitely one of my favorite attraction principles because I can. She says here that like the first date is all about looks, but when someone is really with someone with value in a relationship and you're all in with someone, it has nothing to do with their looks. Obviously, that helps when sexy time comes around. <laughs> but also, like, the reason you're going to be with that person for life is because of their personality. Yeah. Uh, and she says, like, attitude here, which is completely true. And I love that she stresses that, like, looks are so secondhand to if you can make them laugh or how you are humor-wise in their company, if your morals and values align. I think that's really important. And a lot of people forget that nowadays, especially in the age of social media. And then another one. I like number seven a lot. I was just about to talk about number seven because she mentioned sex in the city. Oh, no, she doesn't. Sorry. I saw Samantha and I thought she did. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Um, so number seven is act like a prize and you'll turn them into a believer. That doesn't really make much sense in terms of like prize and believer and make no connection. Like she thought she had a little alliteration something going on there, a little metaphor, and she didn't. But I would say that not act like a prize, but know you're a prize. Like if you go into any situation, like a date, a relationship, a first date, whatever, knowing that like you are a person I would you know we always talk about self-worth but like knowing that like you are someone who deserves to be worked for you are someone that has so much value and like worth within who you are and what you have to bring to the table like what you can offer that like no man texting you you up at 2 a.m or it's talking to 10 other girls or it's using snapchat as his primary form of communication deserves to have access to someone that valuable it's like would you let a little kid near a diamond no because they don't know how to use it they don't know how to work it they don't know how to like you know whatever so i think i do agree with her in the sense that like if you know your value and you hold yourself and carry yourself um accordingly then the man can do nothing but treat you as such in order to quote unquote get you like if you know that you are someone who deserves to be wine and dined and treated with the utmost respect he needs to do that in order to get to know you you know so like as long as you carry yourself in that way like there he can't treat you any other way without losing you yeah that made literally no sense and i'm kind of branded right now but it really made sense in my brain so on to chapter two which is why men prefer bitches that's literally the title of it right yes um attraction principle number 10 because this one talks all about the chase chapter two probably my least favorite chapter i hated this one just because it's all about like 
making them come after you, which I think instead of her phrasing it like that, I think it would have been more beneficial to these kinds of women who feel like they fit this role to say like, just find things that you like to do by yourself and like actually do it for yourself. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't have to, it, you don't have, don't be independent to get men, you know? Like I just think that's going about it the wrong way. What do you think? Yeah. Cause like the way she worded it is like, um, it's like stimulating for men to yeah. be like less submissive. But it's like, she's trying to get scientific with it, which I just like, let's stay away from that girly, you know? Is she yeah. a scientist? Is she a doctor? She didn't say Dr. Argos, I don't know what I'm thinking now. <laughs> but um, her whole, this whole chapter is about like the human nature and like how men are like innately desire something that's like difficult to get or how like they don't want something that's like easier, submissive, something that's like whatever. But I think that like I don't advocate necessarily for the whole like, oh, you need to be hard to get, you need to do all this stuff, whatever. Because it's like, I think that as long as you have agency in what you're doing, like if you want to see with the guy on the first date and that is your choice and you're okay with consequences or like the benefits, whatever, and like you know fully what's going to happen or like what could happen, what that means for you emotionally, then girl, go ahead and do it. If you're going to wait until marriage, girl, go ahead and do it. If you're going to wait four dates, you have a three date rule, go ahead and do it. No stupid about like, oh, might don't be too easy, so I'll wait 36 seconds and he'll think that I'm hotter, you know? Like, no. If you don't see with him on the first date, do so. There are plenty of people who have done that and are still with their people today, you know? So, yeah, I don't think of the whole thing like, oh, he has to, uh, like, I have to be less submissive and less easy so he can stimulate his brain to desire me more, you know? Like, I just don't agree with the, the science of that, if that is science. I think that, like, girl, do what you want as long as you're okay with your choice and you're making it for yourself. Yeah. Um... And, like, it just seems, like, everything she says in this chapter, like, scenario one, scenario two, scenario three, like, whatever, scenario four, it's just, like, uh, it just, everything she's saying is right, but I think she's just going about it the wrong way. I like her little quizzes and her interactive tables, but at the same time, I understand what she's saying because she's, like, don't always, you know, be home waiting at the phone for him because he won't find that attractive. It's just following the because, I think, is the problem. Like, yeah. don't be at home because you should go find things that you like to do and she should be out and have a life. Like, get a life, not because you want to get married. Just, like, just have a, I don't know. Like, maybe this is very, like, fourth-wave feminism thinking, but, like, I just really don't think that you should do, like, you should conduct your whole independency and your whole life based off of wanting a man to think you're hotter because you're not always by the phone. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just was really confused by that. But also, you can tell this was written a bajillion years ago because the phone is, like, the iPhone now. It's not like a landline. Yeah, it's funny. You know? Um, I like her little, like, pop quizzes. It feels all very, like, Cosmopolitan magazine, which I really like, It's funny, though, because she dishes those magazines so much. Yeah. She was, like, she did make a good point. She mm -hmm. was, like, think about how, like, all of women's magazines, like Cosmopolitan, Teen Vogue, whatever, they'd have those little quizzes that are, like, how to make your man a four-course meal or, like, how to make him want you more or, like, how to appear more sexy on the first date or, like, what to wear to make him fall in love with you, like, stuff like that. But when have you ever seen the man's magazine how to cook her a meal to make her fall in love? Yeah. How to impress your girlfriend on the first date? It's, no, how to lift up a weight and how to buy a watch. Like, yes. there's none of the same, like, content because people see women as, like, something that's, like, submissive, something that's easy, something that's, like, you need to do all this work to get, like, I like that she made that point. Because, like, obviously I knew that deep down, but I never thought about it in that way. So I thought that was interesting. So I do give her that. Yes. 
So attraction principle number 12 is a man knows which woman will give into last minute requests. They, that she means you up. <laughs> yeah. And that is me. Or I was about to say, bring me cake. At one <laughs> Yeah, it's literally, why are all the guys bring me cake and bring me food? I'm like, okay. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. No, but I like this one because I think that's really true. Um, again, the kind of following the because, like everything after the because, I have trouble coming to terms with. But I agree with the concept. Like, I I like this, like, you know, at seven, you know, he, like, call at five. At seven, he calls again, pulls the plug. My friend Troy dropped, dropped by. Especially, I like how she addresses flaky men. And then she really focuses on the male here doing something yeah. wrong. Like, if a man not only texts you at, like, 3 a.m. being, like, oh, you up. But then, like, acts like he wants to take you to dinner and then cancels. And then at, be like, oh, we can just hang out later tonight. That is such a dick move. It's happened to me one, three, four, five, eighty million too many times. And I think that it's really important to just like think about, you know, like he doesn't want to see you at that point. He wants your whole, you know, like if he keeps flaking, no one to say no, no one to say no. No. Especially, I think I'm more talking about if you're in a fuck buddy situation and if you want something more and if he clearly doesn't. And also if it's fairly new. If it's like in the month range, that's when you know. That's when you know he doesn't love you. Your eyes scare me. They got the Broadway eyes. They're like... (laughs) (laughs) Whenever Sarah sings... Do I get Broadway eyes? Okay, let's talk about the no cage rule. So... I also don't know how I feel about this one either because I remember reading this and being like, because I'm going to just read this paragraph really quickly. Quote, the minute a man feels vulnerable, he fears being devastated emotionally. When he meets a nice girl, she could potentially represent, quote, forever. Heaven forbid she lets the word relationship trip off her tongue a couple of times. Call 911. He immediately thinks she wants to latch on him and have babies. Heaven forbid you get excited to see a cute baby. Trauma. He has nightmares and sees it as a sign that he's in dire need of a backup form of birth control. So I, yes. However, I think that we should be like, like the paragraphs that follow that slash the attraction principles that follow that should be more like men go to therapy. Men change your mindset because that's not right. You know what I mean? Like a girl can just think a baby is cute. I know plenty of women who love to come up to little babies and go hi, smooshy, smooshy and like still not want to have kids when they get older. You know what I mean? So I just think that that's like not even their problem at that point. And I understand what she's saying. Like she's right. A majority of men who I've been with do think like that like even when I go up to a dog and I'm like hey they're like you better not want a dog I'm like what are you talking about right now like I just thought this dog was cute so I think that like she's right but like the principle that follows that is a bitch gives a man plenty of space so he doesn't fear being trapped in a cage then he sets out to trap her in his you know what I mean like that's just it's it's just all all about trapping people yeah you know yeah like girl we like the book we like the book a lot that's why we're doing a series on it but just some of like the little and we're not criticizing it either. I mean, she's a brilliant writer and she is brilliant. Like, all of these thoughts are great. And she's so smart. You know, we just, I think it's just not the way I think. And then I know people are going to comment being like, well, you know, this book is in relation to men. That's the whole point. But I get that. But I also think that, like, it can start out that way. It can start off in relation to men because relationships are a big part of society and they're important. Um, whether it's men and women, women and women, whatever gender doesn't even matter. However, like, like having a relationship is important, but the thing is, is like, you shouldn't do every single thing in your life in accordance with the relationship. And that's the issue I think Cindy and I have with this book. So attraction principle 
number 17 is if you tell him you're not interested in jumping into a relationship with both feet, he will set out to try to change your mind, which I think is true. Um, I think it's true in a sense. However, again, I just still don't understand why we're leaving out the girls now who want to be in a relationship and you can't make that clear to someone. You know what I mean? I agree with not being needy, but tell me if I'm wrong. I think you should be allowed to say after like a month or so of dating that like, yeah, eventually I do want a relationship. Like literally ask, what are you looking for? Yeah. Like people ask on the first three questions you ask on Bumble because like if you are with someone who just wants to hook up because they're a 20 year old man who doesn't have much capacity and your girl who wants to invest something that's long term and you don't make that clear up front, you're wasting both of your times. Yeah. You know? I completely agree. I mean, like, and then she goes, this is what I really don't like. The way to quell his fears is to say you aren't interested in anything, quote, too serious. Yeah, I don't, that's playing like, games why? to me. That's you know? playing games to me. And I don't advocate for that at all. Like, I understand not like, like, if you talk about marriage, the entire first date, yeah, a little weird. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, okay, goodbye. But... I mean, when asked the question, what are you looking for in your life relationship-wise? Or, like, what are you looking for on this app? I think, well, eventually I'm looking for a relationship. You know, like, just eventually, like, I want to get married. And, like, that's something I want to do. But, like, I'm not going to break my back doing it. Like, saying something like that, I think is, like, fine. And I, I I don't understand. I mean, the thing that we should be saying is, like, men ain't shit. You know what I mean? Doja Cat. Yeah. Doja Cat is what I... Did you guys write a book just called The Doges? Yeah. The Doges. And then lastly, I want to talk about attraction principle number 20. He must feel that you choose to be with him, not that you need to be with him. Only then will he perceive you as an equal partner. And I feel bad because I think I'm making it seem like I hate the book, which I don't... I just have trouble with some of the wordings. Like in this case, it's the he must feel that you choose to be with him. When in reality, it's like you should choose to be with him. You should not want to be with him, you know? It's not all about convincing him that you feel like that. It's about actually feeling like that. Because if you don't actually have that mindset, you're never going to convince him. And you're never going to be happy in your relationship. Because God forbid, what if you break up? What if something happens? You never know. It's just like, I hate, and this doesn't make any sense because there's a book about relationships. I just hate that she frames everything in like, you do this because he needs it. You do this because he wants it. You do this because that's what he needs to be in order to be in a relationship. Like, girl, what do you need? How about mm-hmm. that? Why are you playing all these games when he's over here going, oh, I want her because she waited three weeks and it satisfied my meal brain and my desires. Like, no. Like, do things because you want to do it and it makes you happy, makes you feel comfortable. Like, yeah, you can you can advocate for a way of thinking. Then, I just, I don't know. Yeah. You know? I completely agree. And I think with that, we're going to wrap up because we're all already way over time. Um, we did two chapters, so we'll do the next two next week because I think that's better because we have so many things to say. They're kind of long chapters, so we're just going to take our time, talk about it. And I hope you guys really like this. I hope even if you didn't follow along, you liked it. And I hope the people who did follow along also love it because it is a good book. It's a great read. I think that, you know, you should read it if you have the opportunity to. And we love you guys so much. As always, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us on social media on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Crying on Public Podcast. We are in the process of hiring an intern. Everything will be more frequent. Everything will be more on schedule. And we're so excited to finally get our shit together because as much as we love doing this and it's our passion, at our core, we are full-time college students and full-time workers. So, uh we love you guys have a great night thank you for listening goodbye goodbye
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.